season hold breathe out I just imagine the prongs of the recycling truck going around my body tightening around my body lifting me up 20 feet in the air and dumping me into the recycling container inside but it didn't get me it got another gray recycling bin instead breathe in hold breathe out it's an arctic breeze on this Tuesday morning in El Cerrito Herbal Harmony School just had a a fundraiser with Rice Krispie treats and hot cocoa. We waited in a brief line with our ticket. We got our Rice Krispie treat and then it was time to go into the, the classroom for Rebel Harmony. She just took a quick bite of the Rice Krispie treat and then went into the classroom. This after talking about the Rice Krispie Treat for most of yesterday afternoon and this morning. And about Valentine's Day. Because I'm an English teacher, when I hear her say Valentine for the 100th time, I try to help her understand the N sound, Valentine versus Valentine. But really, who cares? Why don't we call it Valentine? It is a time of Valent, right? Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. walking up to the grass before I start my class in this arctic breeze which she doesn't mind because she has a nice thick dense gray coat I'm wearing two hats because it's that chilly for me and because I've had a little bit of a cold which brings me to the topic of today, health. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. I visited my dad on Thursday in the hospital. Thankfully, his wife's sister-in-law, which I guess is his sister-in-law too, uh, Nancy brought him from his home to the hospital. He was downplaying the severity of his symptoms. And uh, Wednesday morning had told me he was feeling better and he had everything he needed. Um, but clearly he was in a feverish state with no appetite and the infection that turned out to be pneumonia in his lung was causing serious problems. 
He could barely walk by Wednesday night. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. And I spent six hours or so on Thursday with him, and I'd never seen him so feeble, so weak. It was really difficult to see him like that. He is 76, but I've never seen him look so weak and disoriented. He couldn't think, which is very rare. He's usually pretty mentally sharp. But he was in brain fog, which might have been the fever, might have been the sleeplessness, also might have been a result of no cigarettes for a few days, and I read that's one of the common symptoms of nicotine withdrawal is brain fog, irritability, restlessness, sleeplessness. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. So I was worried about him basically Wednesday night until Yesterday, when he went home, I saw him Sunday in the hospital. He looked much better. The uh, antibiotics had worked, and he was in a better state. But uh, a big relief that he's that he's home now and hopefully can sleep again, because he hadn't really been able to sleep in the hospital at all. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. Meanwhile, life presents itself as ironic too often. And my mom sends an email at the same time my dad is going into the hospital with pneumonia. And the email is 80 is the new 60. It's a link to an article from the Harvard Gazette about some professors who are in their 80s and how they feel like they're 60 and are so productive. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. And when I read my mom sending the link of the article that says 80 is the new 60, my mom who's 77, I think, yeah, and 110 is the new 85. And I think about writing a satirical piece of, from the perspective of a 110-year-old who remembers how good she felt when she was 85. But I don't have the time to write that piece, so I just think about it instead. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. My therapist says the ego cannot conceive of not having itself. So the ego being consciousness and life, consciousness of a life, cannot let go of the idea of living. So that's one way of saying nobody can accept their own mortality. But I think it's especially true of certain people who are currently in their 60s, 70s, and 80s. You can call them the baby boom generation. And if you've read enough about the 60s, 
and the 70s and the kind of magical thinking and the opposition to reality or the belief in multiple realities or the belief in perception being reality. When you think of the baby boom generation and the idea of them making their own rules, not following the trends, it fits neatly with the idea of I'm going to live forever. It also fits neatly with the idea of I have the resources to pay to live as long as possible. It also fits neatly with technology and, and modern science saying we have the cures to aging. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. So on the one hand I see my dad in a very weakened state and I become quite jolted into the awareness of his mortality. And on the other hand, his ex-wife, my mom, they divorced 40, 41 years ago. Um, his ex-wife, 80 is the new 60. She's not really ever going to age in her mind. But she can talk about all the doctors she has to see and how frustrating that is. So there's a selective, selective memory, selective conscious, consciousness going on with her. And it's, it's a judgment to say that all people in their 70s and 80s don't want to die and refuse to accept their aging. That's a judgment. I don't think all of them do. Some of them are already dead. Uh, the ones in that generation, a lot of them are already dead. But I think that fact of mortality around that generation and the fact that Joe Biden is 79 and the fact that the average age of uh, the senators right now, the average age of, of, the, of a senator is in the 70s, I believe, or in the, in the late 60s or early 70s, it's the oldest it's ever been, not surprisingly. So as society normalizes being 70 and functioning as an active member of society as a 75-year-old, how then does a 76 or 77-year-old accept their own mortality when society is telling them they don't need to? Or they don't have to accept certain aspects of aging? Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. And you might ask, why, why, Jonah, are you so focused on older people and their unwillingness to, uh, to be honest with themselves about their bodies and their aging and their mortality? And I'm sure it's connected to my own sense of mortality and the fact that I try to accept the preciousness of life and the volatility of life and the unpredictable nature of life in a deeper way before this pandemic started, my life always felt slightly unpredictable and slightly more volatile. But I also made choices that embraced some of that volatility rather than fought against it and tried to control everything. I also got sick 
in the spring of 2017 before Rebel Harmony was born when Natasha was pregnant. I got sick and had pneumonia in both lungs and was hospitalized for three days and my dad visited me during that time as well. And here I was visiting him about six years later. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. And we lost our dog, Boomy, in April. He died. And now Jojo is going to be 10. And everything will die. Every creature living right now will die. And that's okay. How do you live? How do you allow your ego to let go of the protective shield it has against losing itself? The default defiance that exists within us, within our consciousness. I recently read To Build a Fire by Jack London, and it's all about the denial of mortality and the denial of, of the harsh conditions of an arctic winter and uh, mind over matter mentality and in the end he dies and the dog trots off surviving and we have this sense that humans are the wisest creatures the most powerful creatures but we're really not. And comparing us to other creatures doesn't do us any good. It doesn't help us to compare ourselves constantly to each other or to other animals. Rather than learning from animals and from nature and from biology and ecosystems and the environment, rather than learning, we, we try to conquer it too often. We try to control it. We try to defy nature rather than embrace it. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. And on this Tuesday, the trucks roll by collecting the recycling. And then the other truck rolls by collecting the garbage. And then the other truck rolls by collecting the compost. And no trucks roll by collecting the humans and dumping them. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. Till next time, keep breathing.